Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had a great weekend and thanks so much for starting another great week with us here on the show. No trip report today. We had a last minute cancellation. So Scott joins me and we have a fun episode for you. We go through some old pictures like we did a couple of months back and tell the stories behind the photos. Now, all my photos are from trips from 2006 in 2007. So there's been a lot of changes since then. A lot of my photos uh, come from things that aren't around anymore. We talk about Star Wars weekends. We uh, talk about a fun meet and greet that's not around on the streets of America anymore with Kim Possible. I also talk about the Power Rangers driving around the studios. Uh, some fun pictures from over at Typhoon Lagoon. Just some great stories. Disney uh, Quest. Uh, getting happy meals late at night at downtown Disney. Those are some of the stories you're going to hear and an unfortunate story that uh, involves uh, um, the kitchen sink over at Beaches and Cream and a Surrey bike ride in July. So we'll talk about that. Scott talks about the old wedge uh, pop century che uh, tie dyed cheesecake. We also talk about many other stories. So you're going to be in for a fun bit of Disney history as we go through today's show. Of course, don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2230 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and your team is now Super Bowl bound. Or again, like I always say, the team you hate, hopefully they lost. You know what? Either way, it's a win-win, right? Uh, we're in a non-NFL uh, town now, so it doesn't really matter. But I just want to see a good game, you know, and uh, get to enjoy the big game here two weeks from yesterday. So we're going to have fun with that. But until then, we've got many, many podcasts to get you there. So joining me today, we're doing a little different. No trip report today. We had a last minute cancellation, but that's cool because we have a fun show headed your way. Scotty G stepping in and we're going to have a good time today. Scott, what's going on? Hey, Mike. Happy to be here as always. Uh, my NFL team did not make it, but you know what? Looking at like the, the conference championship games, like I'm almost fine with any combination. I'm with you. Like I want to see a good game. want to have a good time, you know, snack all day, things like that. But I think whatever the combination of the AFC and NFC is, I'm going to be happy with. So it should be, it should be a fun Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I really don't, you know, have a, like last year, I just didn't want the Rams to make it. And of course they won the Super Bowl, but uh, <laughs> karma came around, man. It was beautiful this year. <laughs> well, yeah. And the lions have their draft picks. So they work out pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, too. There you go. That's even better. So uh, yeah, I mean, it worked out well. My dad got a Super Bowl ring, so he's super proud of that. He flashes it all the time. I think he even wore it to church when he got back because they don't get it immediately. He got it like over the summer and he did wear it to church i think and i'm like you're not supposed to wear that thing like it because it, 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 it like came in a box that the box has like a little 
you know, like a carousel. I mean, it's a fancy thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's he's proud of it. So he's got a Super Bowl ring. So now the Rams can lose every other game and I'm good because they abandoned our city. But yeah, I'm, I'm cool with whoever, you know, I have nothing against the Bengals or the Chiefs or the 49ers or uh, the Eagles, you know, and you know, we got a former uh, Jalen Hurts. I got I got yeah. friends that support all those teams too. So I know I'm gonna have a friend that's heartbroken, but I'm also gonna have a friend that's happy when it's all said and done. You don't want to go against Moose, but then you got I know, the that's Griffin. The I kind of I'm kind of pulling for Moose here, but but he just got one a few years ago. Yeah, you know? know, like like come on. Now. I know it, it's rough. The Bengals when, have never like won one. Yeah, I mean the Bengals would be kind of sweet. With our podcast, so I know somebody that's a serious fan of like every single team. That's what's yeah, crazy because, exactly. like, you know, it's a Griffiths, like they're hardcore Bengals, right? Moose yeah. and everybody, Eagles. You know, it's, yeah, I, I, know. I know somebody for every every fandom. So it's a uh, just stay clear. The 49ers I'm, I'm are tough for me to find a, a, a strong fandom, but that's the team I like the most out of what's left. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> All righty. So today we did a show like this a couple of months ago where Scott actually brought this idea to me and and I love this idea because and I think we all have this experience with our smartphones and with technology lately is that if you use something like Google Photos or even Apple does this with their photo backup services you'll get kind of the photo of the day or you know on this day 5 years ago it might put together the the little 30 second movie with some background music and some you know Ken Burns effects you know things is to make it look really cool then you get kind of you know uh sentimental about it you're like oh look how young mallory was and you know look how good i looked you know five years ago i looked 20 years younger you know it's it's crazy so you get all these old pictures but scott and i always text each other like i always send it to scott like remember this because you know we've been friends for quite a while now yeah. and i'm like man look at us we look so young like you know, this is the day we met at uh you know at uh it wasn't pecos bills it was uh the other place on the other side across from uh tortuga uh, Tortuga tavern Tavern. tortuga tavern like look at us man we are young looking in that we look good we did look we looked (laughs) a lot better uh but you know we always text each other back and forth and scott came to me and said you know we we should tell the stories behind some pictures because so many of our pictures are not only funny stories behind them and we're an audio podcast so we're kind of storytelling as we go to kind of entertain you but also so many of our stories have so much Disney history in them that is no longer with us that we, I bet you forgotten about, and we can remember again through these pictures. So Scott, start us off. Tell us about your first picture that you came up with. Tell us about, you know, because obviously it's an audio podcast, set the picture and tell us the story behind the photo. Yeah. So yeah, thanks. I think this is a fun episode, Mike. Yeah. We'll be able to talk some funny memories and I want to hear some other people, you know, share their photos and tell their stories because that's what it's all about to me. But I think, I'm going to start with a bad thing here, Mike, you know, I mean, it's a good memory, but it's bad because it's no longer with us. And that is the tie dyed cheesecake at pop century. Oh, so I was so just playing through my phone the other day, scrolling through, like you were just saying, and then that memory popped up of this nice, thick layered tie dyed cheesecake in this big case. And it was just all colorful. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I remember how great that used to be. I would order one every single night. I was at pop century resort. And then now it's like in a little cup and it's, it's still satisfying to some degree, but man, is it disappointing when you think about what could have been, you know, years ago, uh, how do you feel about that? No, I'm the same way because all I'll, I'll tell you all the pictures that I'm going to use for today's show come from either 2006 or 2007, those two trips back way back when, okay. Mallory was born in 2008. So this is pre Mallory. 
This is just when our family was, you know, myself, Pam, and Paige. And uh, so I was looking through those pictures. We only stayed at Pop Century back in those days. That was it. That was like where we went every year. And I've, I, I as well found the wedge uh, tie-dyed cheesecake, you know, slices. And because I always took pictures of them too. And I did the exact same thing. I said, that is the OG. That, that's how it's supposed to be. The cups are okay. But man, if they would go back to the wedge, the actual triangular piece of pie, th that yeah. would just be And you can awesome. still do this today, but like, my tradition was, Mike, I think you do the same thing. I even see you, like, you just did this over a marathon weekend. You shared them on Instagram a little bit. You know, you have a night out with friends, whether you're in the parks, you watch a, a fireworks show, or you have a late dinner, you take the bus back to your resort to get dropped off. You're, you tend to go through the everything pop food court, right? Always. That's kind of like the hub of the resort, you know? So you're going to kind of find your way through there. And you can't help yourself to go through the food court and find a snack. Like, maybe it's a cookie or... A cupcake of some sort but every time i'm at pop even after the change i still go for that tie-dye cheesecake in the cup and i tell you there was not a time when it used to be the wedge that i would not i mean i if it was a seven night trip i was having seven of them i Same. had one every single night i exactly i did too and still to this day i mean i almost get one of the cups almost every night unless like you know i'm leaving a park and i get an ice cream cone or yeah you know something else but i i probably get it at least half of my nights if not more i mean you could just like get it that night put it in the refrigerator yeah, and have and it I, the next morning for after your run for breakfast i mean that's a good call too i've done stuff like that too <laughs> <laughs> just saying okay so my first picture that i have up here on the screen it's interesting because I think that this picture, this is from 2006. These are all summer pictures because back then we only went over the summer or we went occasionally between Christmas and New Year's because obviously we were both teachers at the time. Paige was about eight or so, I guess, in this picture. She's she's little. And um, it's a picture of her with figment. And now this is this is a full size walk around figment. I would guess in this picture, Scott, you can see it. Figment's what, like eight feet tall? I mean, Figment's big. <laughs> Figment this, is huge. Well, because you can see the door jam behind. Yeah. Figment's right in front of the door. Figment's yeah. at least as tall as the I door mean, jam. Figment is so big, I think he could beat up Goofy. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah, just he's huge. He's gigantic. And the thing was, as I recall this picture, he's the, and right in where he's getting the picture taken is right in front of the door. And over the door, it says Figment's Place. So this is obviously at the Imagination Pavilion, but there's a set of doors where... I can't remember what was in Figment's place, um, what was inside those doors, because Figment is outside. Like, he's outside of the building. He's on the concrete out by the shrubs meeting meeting uh, Paige. And the funny thing is, as I recall this picture, is that Figment was out there, and there was not, like, a queue or a line or anything. Like, you could just walk up to Figment and get another was, like, one handle or, like, a person in a blue shirt. But there was not any kind of a line. Nobody wanted to get their picture with Figment. It was just... Well, there's a character over there, Paige. Wow. You want to get your picture with Figment? Because I don't think people knew in 2006 who Figment was. Because I think it was too far away from the fervor of kind yeah. of the the you know when when Journey into Imagination was the hot attraction to you know now where like you know people will line up or travel from Australia to get a popcorn bucket. You know, what I'm saying? I think this is where he wasn't I was thinking ride. about the popcorn bucket too, Mike. Like all the hoopla around that. Could you imagine if this was a character meet and greet? I mean. You would have to, I mean, it would be an individual lightning lane that's $45 a day, probably, just to get the character being great. Right. I mean, it's a great, would pay for it. it's a great, you know, it looks awesome. Like, Figment looks great. He's got the yellow and red sweater on that says Figment. He's got the orange horns. I mean, this would, 
you know this is somewhere at Epcot, right? They, this thing needs, this figment needs to come back. The eight foot tall, fig, some people call him Figzilla, needs to come back. Kim's in our live chat. She's a photo pass photographer down at Walt Disney World. She says, this is the spot where there's a Disney Visa meet and greet right now. So there you have it. I didn't, because I, I can't play. I know it's in the imagination. Hey, Kim, I didn't even know there was a Visa meet and greet going on I right didn't now. Either. So I need to talk to her offline because that'd be awesome. I, I, I thought that was that. gone too. Because I, yeah, I didn't know. So Because I remember those. Speaking of things being gone, I used to do that every time too. We go to innovations, interventions, or whatever, and like we would always do the the photo meet and greet with your Disney Visa. Do you remember that, Mike? Yeah, totally. And like you didn't know time. what character was going to be in there, right? It was like a mystery nope. character. It was a mystery, you... and then it was great because like then you can go to the camera shop later that day and they give you the printout for yeah, free. Like, I know. I was like, I'll get something for free. You this got like awesome. it wasn't even digital. It was like a yeah. like photo, like you know, <laughs> physical. It was, it, if yeah. I go downstairs, I'm going to find like 25 of those things. Like, cause we would do it every single day. Yeah, we were at. We did too, but I don't know what I did with them. I know because yeah. it was free. Like I didn't value it. Okay. Give us the next story from uh, your next picture. All right. So mine is from my first, within my first hour, Mike, of being on Walt Disney world property, March 8th, 2011. And it's, uh, it's us on magical express. Now magical express is not the thing I'm talking about. Like, I don't, I don't want everyone like coming at me. You know, that's not what I'm talking about here. But it's us pulling into Caribbean Beach Resort, but we're not pulling in from Victory Way like you would today, Mike. You're pulling in from Buena Vista Drive, yes. which is now where the entrance would be to Disney's Riviera Resort. And it's just funny, like looking at that, like, like the like the sign, like the marquee, like the Welcome to Caribbean Beach, like, like that doesn't even like exist anymore. And it's a completely different resort. And then when you entered there, you would go to, do you remember Mike, what it was called? The old customs house, the custom house. And yes. it was the weirdest thing ever. Right. Because like, I remember the first time I stayed there too. Like you went in there and you expect like, this is where the food court is. This is where the gift shop yep. is. And it was just like, this is nothing. This building yeah. is just a, it's the weirdest thing. You only check in here and now get out. It was so weird. Right. It was, could like, you imagine like, this is my first ever, like, I'm new to anything Walt Disney World. I don't really know what I'm doing. I know there's like a Magic Kingdom and there's an Epcot and that's about it. And I'm like in this small little area. I'm like, and then they like check this in like, okay, you're in Jamaica, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do I get there? I'm like, I have no idea how to get there. Like, oh, you got to take the internal bus. Like, excuse me. It was, I know but, that um, it was, I, yeah. I, I wonder what their, uh, it was a, it was such a strange setup because, you know, like Riverside has, you know, very similar, like you go into the, the main building there, but it also houses the gift shop, the river roost, yep. you know, and in the restaurants and stuff like that. This was just like a, a building in isolation. Like you went in there, checked in and then just left and had to go, you know, to the other building to get to the food court. You know, the, there was, it was like a annex of like the, the food court, you know, a gift yeah, shop, building. the old Port Royale yeah. is what it's called. It and that's so still weird. there today. Like, yeah. and I love what they've done with that. But I feel like this is a good change that's not there anymore. Because yeah, I agree. As, as you hear from us, like the custom house was just confusing. Now, we did lose a building. We lost Barbados in the process. But you know what we gained? We gained a fantastic resort, the Disney Riviera yeah. Resort. That makes much more sense than the confusing confusing uh, custom house. We got a great restaurant. We got Primo Piatto. We got the swimming pool. Like, this was actually a good thing that happened. But it's fun to look back and just... I'll just, I'll never forget. Like we were so confused and a, a, a great cast member must've saw, read our face, Mike. And he was like, where do you guys need to go? Like we're, we're told we got to get on an internal bus and go to Jamaica or something. And he had like this white van, like he must've been like doing deliveries or something. He was like, get in the van, <laughs> like, <laughs> which is also kind of weird, right? Like, he's fine. Like, 
But they probably see that all the time, right? I mean, think about it because, I mean, we think right now, because we've been so many times and a lot of folks listen to our show are such veteran travelers to Walt Disney World. We don't see it from this perspective, but I guarantee you somebody checked into Riverside today or Caribbean Beach and the same thing happened, even though you don't have old Port Royale, those, you know, they're like, you're an alligator bayou building 43. And they're like, <laughs> exactly. holy cow, where is that? You know, because they've only stayed in like 43. A, there's that many buildings. Exactly. They're like, yeah. I've only stayed in a Motel 6 back in, you know, uh, Poplar Bluff, Missouri before. Right. You know, it's 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 challenging. I get it. it yeah. We're all One there. more thing about this. So, like, again, this is our first time ever at Disney and. We were that family where Emily was like really little, just got off the plane and all that. She had a blowout, you know, like oh, <laughs> with the diapers. So she's not even wearing pants when all this is happening. Oh my gosh. I was like, and I see that today. I'm like, dang, can someone put some pants on that kid? And like, yeah, we were that family at one point. We were, we were rookies. Like, that's didn't that's know what it. We're doing. We all get, we're all there. And sometimes we go right back and guess yeah. what? Ricky, your day's coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't wait to hear Ricky's stories about that. I cannot wait. Okay, my next picture I have up on the screen. I'm going to make some of the... I have a ton. I was showing Scott before the show because he told me about this. He gave me about 24 hours head idea on this, so I was ripping through Google Photos, and I just I, I favored it a ton. So this one's going to be a quick one. This one is the first time Paige, when she was seven, I, we went to Blizzard Beach. And she wanted to go down Summit Plummet to show that she was brave. And again, at the time, I don't know, this probably isn't true anymore. They said this was the tallest water slide in the United States. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but it was tall because I went behind her and I, I was a little freaked out as an adult because it's like straight down. But I will tell you what, this picture is funny because it's hard to see in this picture. Let me see if I can solo it in here. You can see her. She's getting out of the water because her fr- that's me. And the, there's a big old like cloud of water. That's me. She's on the side and she's pulling up her suit because it like it gave you the worst wedgie because you're going so fast and that water hits you at the bottom so hard when it like decelerates you when you get to the flat part. And the funniest thing is, I was telling Scott about this when I showed him this picture, is in the foreground of this picture, there's actually a radar gun that tells you how, and I don't know, this again, could this be like, like Scott said, like test track, is it fake? Who knows? It's Disney. But it says, it says I was going 52 miles an hour, which I don't know if I'm supposed to be going 52 miles an hour. Cause you, I mean, you didn't have a mat or anything. You just basically went over the side of a cliff up on the top of this water slide and just, you know, straight down. And that's and then, you. That's not you inside a vehicle. That is no, you. that's me inside <laughs> of my skin, like on a sheet of water. That's me in the big cloud. You can't see me. This is the big puff of like whiteness right there is where I am. And that's Paige on the side, pulling up her suit, looking at me, trying to find me, see if I lived. So that was just a fun day. But yeah, the Summit Plummet, you know, we haven't been back to Blizzard. Like Mallory's never been to a water park. We haven't been back in 15 years. So, but those are, those yeah. are fun times. I don't know if I could do Summit Plummet again, though, if I had to. I don't, I don't, I don't think I could. I don't, I don't know if I have the guts or I don't know, man. Like, or like, I'd just be worried how much pain I'd be in too. Oh, dude, it was, <laughs> it, it, it did pain. hurt, man. It was, I mean, it, yeah. that water stings. It was no joke. Okay. Give us your next yeah. story. All right. So. I don't think you were the biggest fan of this, but my family loved it. <clears throat> and I, I just talked about this when we were down there for marathon weekend, because you and me and Liz, the day of the 5k, we actually went and did a character meet and greet and we saw Pluto right as you're like entering world showcase, like the world show place as you're ending Mexico, you go to your left and there's like a, this nice little like gazebo and it was Pluto. And we're like, Hey, yeah, we got our Pluto medals on. Let, let's go meet Pluto. And I think I even commented to you then I was like, 
dang, I really miss Duffy. Yep, Duffy. <laughs> the, yeah, like, Duffy, the uh, I, I Disney mean, bear. It might not have been for everybody, but like we were just our uh, the age of our family was just perfect at the time, you know, with Emily being like four or five or six, like because he was around for a couple of years. And we just loved meeting Duffy in that pavilion. And Mike, I have so many photos of us meeting Duffy and then seasonal Duffy's too. Like he would have like a Halloween costume on sometimes or like a Santa outfit. Like it was amazing how he would just like change his outfits all the time. And then one of my favorite things, I don't know if you ever did this, Mike, but like if you were in that queue, like it, it like told like the story of Duffy and how. He was like Mickey's traveling pet or like stuff Didn't he have bear. something to do with a boat? Like when Mickey was on like a yes, cruise or something? Yeah. Like, yes, well, yeah. I mean, we have like a Duffy book and like all this <laughs> stuff too. Like there's like, you can go and take a deep dive on Duffy. But like, I just, when we were taking that photo together, I was like, dang, like I really missed that. And like, I missed all the stuffed animals. I mean, we probably have half of them that they ever created in the room next to me and in, in Emily's room. But it was just a cool thing that I kind of missed. Like, and then to tie it into more stuff around like Epcot. Like I loved the, the Duffy, like, you know, the kid cot centers where you would yep. kind of like color the Duffy yep. and like Emily was always be so strategic. Like, okay, there's 11 countries. I got color one 11th of like the colors of that's America. Ex- that's exactly. And I have, I, I showed you the picture earlier from the kid cat fun stops with page. She would do the exact same thing with those masks. Cause they, it, oh, yeah. before the Duffies, they had this kind of masks. And so Paige would do the same thing. One 11th, of, of the mask at each country. And the thing was she could only use the colors of that country's flag. So like in Italy, it could uh, only be like red and green and white. And you know, for that one yeah. 11th, Canada is like right, red and white. Red. Yeah. Red. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. That's exactly what Paige did. We, every trip we had, we'd come home with it. And she also would always get like the person working it. Like, you know, the Canada person working the kid cat fun stop would like sign it, you know, or like, right. Yes. You know, two page, like in, you know, their language. I mean, obviously Canadian, they're English, but like, you know, yeah, well, that's you know, how like French the Duffy thing. I, I don't remember the mask, but that's what they would do with the Duffy. Cause they were like, it had a stick. So they would like write your name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Like in that language or whatever. Like, gosh, we have so many of those Duffy sticks around too. Like in just a pile of like, yes. it's probably with those 25 photos we have from the camera shop. But that's why I love this I though, because pictures bring back the stories and the memories, right? Because that is exactly what we did with Paige. Yeah. And my kid was so happy. I don't know. Paige was happy too. Like, and I know Mallory and Emily were, would even do some of this stuff yeah. together when they finally met. Like, I just, I miss it. Like now you go to a kid cotton, they give you like a Ziploc bag with something in it. Like, I don't, I, I don't even know for sure. Like it's completely different now. And I miss I missed the Duffy. Like it was fun. And it worked out well for us. Cause I mean, this was a time when we were just going as a family of three, like this was, you know, 2006, 2007, we started the podcast in 2008. So it was before the podcast or anything. So it was just us three. We didn't know anybody else down there. And we had, you know, like Pam and I would just sit there and talk with Paige. And I mean, cause think about this, this was pre Twitter. This was like pre, you know, iPhone, you know, this was, this was such a different world for us. You know, we just sit there and talk and watch your color and, talk to the person working the kid cop fun stop and learn about their, it was, it was bliss. It was great. It was wonderful. Great yeah. times. Okay. So here, here okay, my next picture and we are going to put all these on Instagram. Okay. So swing by uh be our guest. Uh, they'll be on my Instagram. So just search for be our guest, Mike, and we'll put them on there. I might have to do a couple of posts. This one, Scott has not seen. Now, if you were at Epcot in the mid two thousands, you had to have seen this. Scott didn't see this. These things were always there. And you could buy these. It was the weird, it was like a Six Flags thing. It was so not Disney. Okay, so there was the Breezeway at Epcot. 
It was between the electric umbrella and mouse gear. Okay, so that breezeway there, if you you know, if you're going in and you go past Spaceship Earth, walking towards World Showcase, and you turn left, you're going towards Mission Space and Test Track, you go through that breezeway. Every time you went through this breezeway at this time, they sold these gigantic balls. Like they were kind of like a fabric on the outside of them, but they were huge. And so I have this picture on the screen of uh, Paige. Because again, <laughs> this is not Mallory. This is Paige with some random kids playing with this ball. And I am not, when I, I am not exaggerating. This ball is probably 10 feet across. It is huge. I mean, Paige, I mean, the, the, the kids are dwarfed by this ball and these kids are probably eight to 10. And I mean, I'm telling you what, like, cause I remember these things, they would hit like guests walking through there and they would almost knock you over because they were huge. And it was, the, and I think they kind of floated on like a thing of air when they, when they, when kids weren't playing with them or something, there was some gimmick, it, but they were almost like something you get at a six flags or like they had them at malls, but this thing was like 10 times larger than the normal one. Paige wanted one of these so bad. And I'm like, Paige, back then I was scared to fly, right? It wouldn't have mattered. But I was like, we are not getting one of these. Like, what are we going to do? This thing is like as big as our backyard. Like, what are we going to do when we get home? What are we going to do with this thing? <laughs> she always wanted one. And it was like, you know, 50 bucks or something. I'm like, no, get, get something else. Like, get a different souvenir. But I just want to know, like, if our listeners remember these, it, I can almost see the name of it there on the side. It says, Baz- I can't tell what it says, but. It, and I'll put it on Instagram. But if you remember this, let me know because these things, Paige wanted one of these so bad. And I always cracked up because we always like, it was almost like an attraction. Like, okay, we're going to go over ride test track. But we always had to mark off 10 minutes so Paige could stop and play with a gigantic 10 <laughs> You kind of wish you could ball. go back in time and get one now, don't you? Oh, I totally do. Yeah. I would totally get one now that I have the means because back then we were just poor, you know, poor yeah. teachers that like couldn't afford a corn dog. You know, I could probably <laughs> afford like, one of these. And, and you one. drove back then, so you had to like <laughs> tow it, tie it to the top of the car. I'm sure they gave it to you under, you know, deflate. <laughs> this would buy t- it as it. <laughs> yeah, but it, like inflating this thing would have taken a month when you got up. This thing, I'm telling you what, man, it is gigantic. Like it's it's a quarter the size of Spaceship Earth. Let's just put it that way. It's, it's gigantic. <laughs> Uh, but I just want to know if anybody remembers these things because this thing, this picture, it looks like it's out of scale, but it's not. This thing was enormous. If you remember those gigantic balls, let me know because that's just one of those weird things that Epcot had for a brief period and they're gone. I hope someone else has this photo. I hope I they mean, do. I, lo- I got to see Because I just want to blow up the social media with like a bunch of photos of this. Yeah. It's so good. Because they were, I'm telling you what, it was always there for like a couple of years. Okay. Give us your next story behind your picture. All right. So I just found like a random selfie. Um, back before like selfies were kind of cool. Like, this is like 2013, you know, I, like, I don't know how I did it. Like with a, with a DSLR camera, pretty impressive, but it's me standing next to a poster of captain EO. Nice. Oh, man. <laughs> and I know you got some great memories I and do. stories of captain EO tied to a Halloween party in particular, but it just got me thinking about that theater, right? So you were, you were talking about figment and that meet and greet earlier, kind of over by imagination and that Epcot theater, like an imagination area. Like I wish they could do like something more with it. Like it doesn't have to be like bring back captain EO or bring back honey. I shrunk the audience, but I'd like to get something new, like a new 3d, 4d show. Like, I mean, what they have in there is cool, right? Those Pixar shorts. They're really cool, but they've been there like, gosh, how long am I like five years? Like, and they haven't done anything with it. Like, but, um, I just, I just, I just think about those fun memories of seeing captain EO, like my daughter, the first time, like, 
Michael Jackson comes out and Captain EO and like, you know, the show's over. She's like, that girl is awesome. I'm like, well, you know, it's that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, cause I mean, it was the eighties. It was yeah. all, I mean, like everything about that. Angelica Houston is in there. Oh, like yeah. that, that whole soundtrack where you had like, like George Lucas and like, um, the, the Godfather director and like, or someone from the Godfather. I can't yeah. remember the name is. There was an, right yeah. Now. There's another famous and I'm so bad at movies, but I know. Yeah. yeah uh, Martin yeah, but then the, the pre-show was so great too. Like Joe Rody was in the pre-show that yeah. they would have like in the waiting room. Like, there was like people in the like leotards, like the dancers. Yeah. And stuff. That's so weird. Yeah. And I know this wouldn't like do anything for like new, like Epcot, Epcotians as they would say in Guardians of the Galaxy. But it would just be such a good flashback if they brought it back, like just temporarily, you know, like, like I, if they announced today, like Captain EO is coming for Flower and Garden between April and June, I'm booking a trip because I, <laughs> I want to see it. You know what I mean? It was I, I dude, for a while. I'm not kidding. Go back and listen to the shows. When when Captain EO came back for a brief period, I said that was the best attraction at Walt Disney World because it was it was a it was a time capsule like you got to yeah. go back in time when you went in to see that show i mean i, I kind of said it tongue-in-cheek but it was it was an opportunity to go back in time and it was it was great yeah i, I have many even if they did the honey i i i blew up the audience or shrunk the audience because i never saw that i don't know if you ever saw that oh, i did yeah it was cool either. like this yeah the snake would come out at you and the mice would be down at your feet yeah, yeah. it was that was a really good like, show i mean i think that's something easy they could do right like, <laughs> like cool. just change it out like every like few months or six months or a year even like not keep the same thing in there for five years i agree you know? i agree that'd be and it wouldn't be that hard like you said yeah i even i, I bought a captain eo shirt like i have a you know the, the oh shirt dude like i'm jealous you have a captain eo shirt yeah, i don't know where it is but yeah i, I bought it because i wore it for that costume that that year it's it's around somewhere yeah i'm gonna find that in my afro wig because that was that was awesome okay yeah. my next picture is uh i'm sporting all the cardinal gear in this one by the way man i was all cardinaled up uh with my cardinal shirt and my cardinal hat um but this one is fun because it's actually taken on the streets of america at disney's hollywood studios which obviously doesn't exist anymore this used to be where they did the uh osborne spectacle of family lights in the, the christmas time which i really miss but this is now where galaxy's edge is and you know that's kind of you know this is weird because this is totally a different land at this point but it's a picture of Paige and I with Kim Possible and oh, what, the, the guy's name was like Ron somebody. Ron Stoppable, I think was his name, now that I think about it. Something like that. But, you know, it, like she was such a Kim Possible fan. And it's just one of those things. These are face characters. And it just shows that, and again, this wasn't something you queued up for. They were just kind of, because if you remember Streets of America over at the studios, there were kind of like stoops on the sides of both both sides of the streets, yep. kind of like they had curbs and they had like steps up to some fake buildings. In Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable, I think I'm going to go with that if that's not his name. I don't know. Just but go the, with it, man. It's the blonde kid. The blonde kid's hanging out with uh, Kim Possible. Like they were just kind of hanging out up there and you could just literally walk right up to them. Hey, can we get a picture? And you did. It was just it was such a different time. Like you said, like we didn't have to pay $20 for a lightning lane to get a picture. Like we just walked up cause they were just hanging out on the street. And the funny thing is like, I didn't notice this until a minute ago. Like I'm looking in the reflection and I can see Pam taking our picture. And it's just fun to look back at the technology because she's using a point and shoot little, you know, ha little handheld camera. It's digital obviously, but it's one of those early, early Canon uh, snapshot cameras, which is, you know, it's not a cell phone. Nobody's taking selfies. It's an actual yeah. digital camera, which is kind of fun. 
rocking the Crocs. You can see she's got. Dude, I love the streets of America, like because I was looking through some of those photos too. Like, do you remember there used to be like a giant Coca Cola bottle out there? Like, I found a photo of Elizabeth and Emily like just measuring up to the to the Coke bottle and. Well, here's one more real quick. Let me show you this one real quick, but because I I want to get to I just I just want to waste this one real quick. Speaking of Streets of America, I just had it. Hang on, let me find it here because I'm gonna put this right here. This is Streets of America with the Power Rangers coming cruising down in a in like an old '50s kind of car that's painted like I don't know like lightning bolts. What do you, what would you call that? It's uh, but I mean the Power. I, I never watched the Power Rangers, and I had girls. I didn't watch Power Rangers. I mean, I, I mean, it was a girl Power Ranger, but like they just, Paige never watched Power Rangers, so I, I never connected with them. But it just seems like a just it's a weird thing to see at Disney, like to me. But they were they were coming up right behind us, so we took a picture of them. There they are, right there, and that's uh, Lights Motor Action right behind them. That's, that's so crazy to think. Like I, because like you know we're Disney fans, so we'll like go back in the history books and look at like MGM history things like that. Like there were times when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were at MGM Studios. Yeah, like exactly. is that crazy to think? Like. Power Rangers and the Turtles. Like, that's crazy to me. Exactly. But, okay, go ahead and give another uh, picture of the story because I'll make sure we get a few more in. Ironically, I was going to stick to the same area. Okay. Uh, I'm going to October 16th, 1983, my 30th birthday. Uh, we did four parks in one day for the first time that day. And we started at Hollywood Studios. And our attraction for the day was the Backlot Tour. And man, like, we have such a great photo shoot of this. Um, I lost my wedding ring that day because I was like volunteered. Remember when they would do like the Pearl Harbor? Yeah, like, catastrophe blow up the water. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. So like the first scene is like the Pearl Harbor yes. thing. I was a volunteer. I lost my wedding ring. It's gone forever, <laughs> but that's totally fine. But what I really want to hit on were like all these photos that we had of Catastrophe Canyon. And I think that might have been the first time we ever did it, Mike. And so like we're on like the the shuttle or the train or whatever, like going through the scene, you know, and they, it kind of stops. And you look at this work this rock work then all of a sudden there's like fire then all of a sudden there's like all this crazy water and like i didn't know what was happening you know <laughs> then i'm on the end like the closest to the water and i might have screamed mike because i swore that water was about to like just over tower like the train that we're on i was like watch out everybody <laughs> like, they probably loved me because they probably thought like i was in character or something but no i wasn't like i thought for real like we were gonna drown like where we were but and then, like, there was, like, the, remember, like, the gas truck or whatever? Like, that yeah, it was like, like, like Yeah, like, the 18-wheeler tanker that yes. came, like, it would, like, come sideways. Like, it was going to tip over right on top of the tram and blow up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It was so cool. And, like, ever since, like, I mean, it was I think it was gone shortly after that. But every trip we took down after that or anytime we are in the studios, we always made sure we did that. Because it was a cool way to, like, stay off your feet, you know, for, like, because it was kind of long, like, 30 minutes. Not as long as the OG. Like, I've heard, like, the original back yeah, by four was, hours like, half or a day or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah something crazy like that but i just thought that was like the coolest thing just like with that explosion and like we have so many great photos of it i think i actually have video of the of like the water closely like coming in on us and it's just it's just a fun memory yeah it, it you know it, we got galaxy's edge now which is amazing right rise of resistance uh you know um smugglers smugglers run you got you know all yeah, the, whole the whole land, area you know, great, is, yeah. but man you know i lament losing something like the backlot tour because and, and the great movie ride, you know, kind of the same story, right? It's because I know a lot of times you go back and you think about the grass is greener in the good old days. Like, I mean, we get that, right? I'm very nostalgic. Yeah. I, that, I'm terrible about that. But, you know, that was, you made a great point. It was a great way to get off your feet. And that was kind of the essence of the studios. That was, 
And I know the studios has kind of changed to more of an, an attraction kind of thrill park than yep. a production studio, but that was everybody could enjoy that, and it had repeatability. Like I would, I would mind doing that a tenth or a twelfth time. Like that, that would yep. still be just as fun. Yeah, and you and I, even before we recorded, we're kind of talking about that because that whole area is just gone now. I mean, it's Galaxy's Edge, but I know this didn't get a whole lot of love, but I was telling you before the show, this is my in-laws' favorite thing they did when they went on our first trip with us, and that was lights, motor, action, yeah, <laughs> like, right. believe it or not. And that was some, that was fun, too. That's like, it's just crazy, like that whole piece of the park. Like, there was like all these like big, major things you could do. I mean, not, not like e-ticket, you know, but it, was, it would keep you off your feet, you know, there were... You know, they would just bring in all these crowds and these stadiums and tours, but it was cool, Mike. It was really cool. It was. I, we loved it, too. So I'm right with you. Okay, so my next picture, is, it's a couple of pictures, and it's a picture of Paige and her friend Molly, who we took down with us. They're, they're best friends, and they played all their sports together. Uh, they grew up together. And so we took her down with us one summer, and we went down for a week, stayed at Pop Century. And we went to Typhoon Lagoon in this picture. And so you see them standing here just like, you know, cues anything in their little swimsuits. We're in the wave pool at Typhoon Lagoon. And, um, you know, they're in front of Miss Tilly, kind of just looking, you know, just looking at the camera. So that's them before the horn goes off. Oops, let me go the other way. And here's the next picture because here comes the wave. And so you see them getting ready to just get smoked out. If you've been to Typhoon Lagoon in the wave pool, you know what I'm talking about. It's not just a bunch of waves. They blow the horn and then a tidal wave slash tsunami comes at you with full force. We've talked about this. I've lost a couple of pair of uh, sunglasses that have gotten busted. Scott has busted up, a, I think, a family from Australia. Yeah, it's I took crazy. out a family from yeah, Australia. It, yeah. It's nuts. Like, who knows where you're going to go? These two were probably about 50 pounds each at the time. They were little bitty things. So this was before they probably went flying 50 feet in the air. I mean, like the, the instant before. And if you look in the back corner of this picture, you can see somebody. And I can't tell if that's their rear end up top or if that's their foot or if that's their head. I can't tell because I'm telling you what, I... I don't know if they've tamed it down because, I, like I said, I've been at a water park in probably 15 years. But I just know back then, this thing was violent. Like, I mean, this thing would hit you like a Mack truck. And it was every time you would see somebody getting killed. And, I mean, this picture, I can't tell if this person, if they're upside down or right side up. I just see some skin <laughs> and some swimsuit. And I can't tell which way they're headed. I mean, I know they're heading toward the camera because that's where the water's coming. But that was just the essence of Typhoon Lagoon. And, the story behind it is we used to go to the water parks every time because it was included in our um, ultimate park hopper tickets. And I do a little bit those days too, because you didn't have to think about it. You know, you didn't have theme park reservations. You didn't have to even worry about it. You had tickets to everything. So you woke up that morning. Oh, it's a nice day. Let's go to Typhoon Lagoon this morning. Then we'll go to the Magic Kingdom in the afternoon. You know, yeah, those were the days too. Those were the days. What I'm learning from this though, Mike, is that I think. We need to have like a water park day like this year. We do. We you know? do. Like, they were fun. Did you said Mallory hasn't even been, right? She's so, never like, been to a water park at Walt Disney yeah. World. Nope. Nope. And honestly, like, so, like, so as a DVC member, you know, they had those Moonlight Magic like specials. And I think they were doing some Typhoon like Rex nights or whatever in last year too. But that was, we did the Moonlight Magic one. That might have been my one of my most favorite Disney days I had in 2022. It's just something about being in the water parks at night. Like you don't have to worry about like sunscreen or anything like that. Like you're not going to get like burned or like super hot. 
See, I, I've never it, been in a awesome. water. I've never been a water park at night. I, I like night swimming for that exact fact. Yeah, right? just think about like, yeah. night yeah. night swimming, but up like five notches, right? Like, totally, it's so awesome. Because you don't, like you said, you don't have to worry about getting sunburned. Because I always get sunburned, you know, because I'm kind of fair skinned. Yeah, that, we need to make that happen. Do one of the night events if they have them this summer. That'd be great. We totally yeah. need to do that. Okay, give us another story. I, this is I love this stuff, man. I could do. Yeah. We could go on and on because yeah. I have so many pictures, and so do you. We, oh, this is sure. what we so do. This one is like really <laughs> random, Mike. Go and ahead. I just I was because I had to like look at it. I was like, what is that? You know, it's a food item. And so I mean, this this isn't really epic or anything, but it's uh it's the BR guest uh, restaurant like lunch. Remember when that used to be like counter service? You would go in and like get sandwiches. Yes. And yeah. I kind of missed that because like honestly like that was like my kind of hack for going into the restaurant you right. know like it was like cheaper. it was it was easier it was cheaper like you could still like you could like choose the room you wanted to dine in so like when you go for dinner they would like automatically seat you in one of the rooms so it was a way for you to like explore the restaurant more and i just remember like yeah like we would do that every single trip and like i loved that sandwich it was just kind of cool to have like a a different offering too and um yeah i was just like kind of looking at it. i was like what is that from I'm like oh yeah it's from the br guest restaurant like what was it a exactly we did that too it was like a, was it like a french dip or like a roast beef kind of sandwich yes, or something uh, mine, yeah. mine was a roast beef that yeah. i had but i know like good. there was other ones too yeah. and it, i mean it was like it's counter service food right but it was at that time though it felt better because it was kind of like how when primo piatto first launched you would like sit down they give you like actual service <laughs> yeah, silverware exactly. you know you sit at a nice <laughs> table it was air conditioning and like you had the you were basically getting the whole like theme of the restaurant now i don't think the beast was around then because he was only around at dinner yeah, time, yeah. if i recall but you can get such great like family photos of the restaurant and i kind of wish they would just bring that back i mean that's never coming back though let's be real like right they're making way more money with what they're doing now with the restaurant but that was just an interesting moment in time where you can go there for lunch um, and get those sandwiches. I like that. Yeah, was that remember because it was like big talk in the Disney community it was that hybrid model, right? It's a restaurant. Is it a table service? It is a counter service. Well, it's both. Yeah. It flips. You know, before yeah. dinner, they 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 flip the restaurant from one day. Yeah, because we thought that was going to be like a new thing that was going to come to any new restaurant, mm -hmm. basically at Walt Disney World, and yeah, that never really happened. No, nope. yeah, we must have decided we can make more money. Just we can make more money if we make it our prefix. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so series of pictures here coming up. This one, you might not think it's a big deal picture, but I mean, this was the story of our very first Disney trips every year. Paige and Mallory still to this day are both picky eaters. And the one thing Paige always liked was chicken nuggets from McDonald's. And so you might think, well, you can't get chicken nuggets from McDonald's at Walt Disney World. You are correct, but you could back in the day because back in the day they used to have McDonald's at Disney Springs. It was downtown Disney. It was over next to the world of Disney in the marketplace. And so this is a picture of Paige walking through downtown Disney with her friend Molly again, both proudly. I mean, they're holding up their, their um, Happy Meal boxes as though they are their favorite souvenirs. So, yes, we did have Happy Meals there. The next picture is also from uh, downtown Disney. This one is from Inside Disney Quest. And this is the girls uh, sketching on these um, tablets, you know, built into some, they look like little Mickey things, but they're doing the Animation Academy at Disney Quest, and then you could, they printed out the pictures at the end, that was kind of fun in Disney Quest, and then this picture now this one, I just want to throw in here to see if people remember this, this one's from the studios, again another attraction you cannot do anymore and I miss this one, this was such a great attraction, but of course it wouldn't really work anymore, this is the girls sitting down at their terminals 
it, who wants to be a millionaire, play it. And you can tell it's got the screen in front of every seat, but in front of them, it has on a touchpad that says like one, two, three, and four. And it tells you like what seat you're in, like seat uh, pages in six and Molly's in seven. And so you would have this host that kind of looked like Regis Philbin out in the middle. They had all the lights that go do, 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 do. And like the spotlight would go on the person in the hot seat. And the hot seat person was actually picked from the audience and they would play until they lost and they picked the next person. So everybody in the crowd would play and whoever was in first place in the crowd, when the person in the, in the hot seat lost, if the show continued, because the show went on for like 30 minutes, if there was still time left, when the person in the hot seat lost, the next person in the crowd, like they'd show a scoreboard, you got into, you got to go to the hot seat. I was, I was at the top of the, the audience one time when the show ended. I was like, dang it, I would have been oh. in the hot seat. I was so fired up. But uh, you could actually win a Disney cruise if you won this thing. A Disney cruise. Imagine? I mean, it would have been hard, right? And it was gambling, right? Because, you know, you start yeah. off like you'd win like a pin. You know, like, the, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, what's, what park are you in? Disney's Hollywood Studios. Is that your final answer? Yes. You win a pin. Yeah. And it would get, you know, harder and harder. Like, and you could, you could actually phone a friend. They would call people like out on the Mickey Avenue. It was awesome. Like, oh, that's awesome. This was so cool. This was such a great attraction. Because again, like the backlot you mentioned, I hope this is why people, I hope people are enjoying this show because I hope you're bringing back memories or you, you didn't get to experience this stuff and you got, you get to hear how awesome this stuff was because like, again, this was when the studios was still kind of about production in movies and TV. And it was, I mean, it felt like the, the set in there looked just like the TV show. And when, when they would call like phone a friend, it was hilarious. Cause I mean, I don't know if this was fixed or not cause you're inside the building. So who knows? But like you know, it would be like Bob from uh, from Springdale, Arkansas. You know, and he'd be like, you know, he would have a clue. I'm like, are they really setting these people up, or did they really just get Bob out there? I mean, I I wanted to know. Like, I wanted I wanted to like stalk out there and see like, okay, next show, I want to see how do they get the phone a friend dude, right? Because <laughs> I want to be that guy. But it was, it was just you know, it's a great picture of them, and they have their faces painted because they always had to do that too. Did Emily ever have to do the face paint thing? Because they did that at the studios, too. Oh, God, they did. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, like, in Tomorrowland over by Space Mountain was, like, spa where Emily always got her face painted. Um, yeah, that was all. That was always a thing. And then it would usually be, like, before a character meal, so then, like, she would look, like, <laughs> yeah. even more ridiculous, like, with Eeyore or whatever, like, with her face all painted like a butterfly or something. No, then they wouldn't go swimming. Like, you just pay, oh, yeah. you just pay 20 bucks <laughs> exactly. to get your, your face painted. You aren't going swimming tonight. What? No. Okay, let's go one more each. Okay, go one more. One more. Okay, so we kind of teased this one earlier, but I was just looking through some photos again, and I'm like, where am I? <laughs> so you know it's got to be a good photo, right? If you're like, I can't even tell where that is. I'm like laying on some like purplish kind of furniture, and it just hit me. It's Interventions at Epcot. It's from the... Like, where's the fire game or like the great piggy adventure? Do you remember those games oh, at Interventions? We love those games. Okay, so especially where's the fire? Now, if you didn't get to where's play the fire, this, was great because you had those like modified flashlights that you would mm -hmm. you would go through the house because you played team against team. It was like the was it like the Fillmore's in the um, oh man, what were the names that they're Two I can't names. remember the teams, Mike. It's been so long. Oh, you got to help us out, listeners. Help us out. Who are the two teams and uh, where's the fire? But you go through the house and like shoot at stuff that was like, you know, <laughs> actually, I'd be shooting at all kinds of stuff in the studio at this point because yeah. like, you know, plugs that have 17 things coming out of them. I'm, right now, I should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't good. learn much, but that was the bomb. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the great piggy game. 
piggy bank adventure, adventure. Or whatever was really yeah, fun too. Like you had this little pig and then you go around and like save this money, collect all this stuff. But there was more to it than just that. Like we teased about the the photo, you know, the Visa yeah. card holder. But like, like it was just full so funny. And this is like when I started going, it probably was even crazier before I started, you know, going in 2011. But you going in there, there'd be like Nintendo and Xbox, PlayStation games that you could just go in and play. Um, and then they had the two sides. Did you ever do like the like the sum of all thrills or whatever? Because that that's a regret I have. I did not do that at the other interventions. I never did some of all thrills because I was scared it would make me It'd make you sick. Yeah. And same with uh, um, Disney Quest had something called Cyberspace Mountain. I didn't want to have yeah. nothing to do with that. Mm. <laughs> the kind of same thing, you know, like yeah. a Kuka Arm kind of, you know, simulated mm. roller coaster. Trying yeah. to find the name. But of I missed that. And I know there was like thoughts of like that new pavilion, like the play pavilion was going to kind of be like interventions. And I know that's been scrapped, which is kind of a bummer for me. I mean, it might not be for everybody, right? And maybe like I would hardly go to it, but. We always talk about like wanting options and maybe not all the options are for us, but it'd be fun to have like some of these like, you know, fun, like interactive games. Cause like, I just missed that. Like you go to Epcot, you kind of do all the same stuff over and over. Like interventions that like, just though it felt outdated sometimes, but it was still kind of fresh. It was fun and for the families. You got to do these interactive games and I don't know, Mike, I just, I, I kind of miss it. And looking at these photos, I see all the smiles on my family's face. Like we had a blast playing those games and interventions. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things like with, with interventions, I mean, it had like, we skipped it so many times, but now that I look back, like we had so many fun times. There. Like you said, you could ride segways in there, you know, like yeah. back in the day, they had the fire truck. We got our picture taken in front of that fire truck or like on the fire truck. Uh, mm. many times I'm trying to find the names of those teams. I found an article, but I can't find it anyway. You gotta let us. At the know very those. least, it was a good way to get a blast of some air conditioning. Oh, too, totally, you know? totally. Yeah, but I, I miss an event. I've seen. I I did see like people like nap, like they they like rest, get their back like leaned up against the wall, and their kid would just run around, play all the games. They take a nap. Like, I mean, I don't encourage that, but you know what? If everyone in the family's happy, then that's good. Yeah, totally. I you know. I know. We all need naps, not just little babies. I'm telling yeah. you. Okay. I said one picture, but this one's real quick just because Splash Mountain just went away. This is us getting evacuated off of Splash Mountain, going down the big hill <laughs> back in 2007. That was fun. Uh, so we got evacuated right down the big lift hill of Splash Mountain. So RIP Splash Mountain. But here's going to be my last one that I will share the story behind it. And again, this is a two picture story. This was the before. And this is a picture of Paige and Molly and Pam. We're all happy. We're sitting at Beaches and Cream in a booth. This is the old Beaches and Cream before it got expanded. This was the tiny, teeny Beaches and Cream back when it was. I liked it better like that, but I'm glad. I'm about to say that it actually was almost going to be one of mine, like the old Beaches and Cream. Yeah, it was like, better. I mean, but, but yeah. I mean, it's easier to get in now. So, you know, I can't. It's easier to get in, but it felt like more like a soda an old shop. soda pop. Yeah, totally. Did. Yeah, it felt more themed back then. Cause even got the little, you know, thing on the table. That's got like the song names. The and all that. Song. Yeah. yeah. We, we, so anyway, in this picture in the foreground is the legend. It's the kitchen sink. We have the kitchen sink. We ordered the kitchen sink and it's there and Molly. So that's uh Paige's best friend. I don't know. She looks scared in this picture of the kitchen sink. It, it is obviously frightening her. Um, I don't know if she knew what was to come, but it was it was scaring her. Paige looks super excited. She's making a big fist like she's like, let's go. Pam is happy and I'm taking the picture. So I'm, I'm sure I'm very happy about this. So the other picture that I want to show, we destroyed it. I, there's probably, I, I don't, I didn't find a picture of us like after the, the gooey mess afterwards, but the picture after, so this was about an hour after 
And this is a picture of all four of us in a Surrey bike over at the boardwalk. Okay, so we walked from the beach club over to the boardwalk because Paige was obsessed with these Surrey bikes, those rental Surrey bikes you can get at Riverside, you know, all over Walt Disney World. So I promised her we'd ride it. And so this was the night we had to do it because like it was at the end of the trip. You know, it was like I had to keep my word because we, you know, this was actually just when Pam and I had gotten married. You know, I'm trying to be the good stepdad and all that stuff. So I had just eaten probably 7,000 calories. And this is in July. And you know how it is in July at Walt Disney World. The humidity is probably 112%. I'm guaranteeing the temperature is still probably 83 degrees. And I mean, I was not in good shape back then either. So they didn't have a four-seater where the girls could pedal. They only had a two-seater. So what we did was it's just Pam and I in this thing, and we had to put the girls in the luggage rack. So the girls are in the front of this thing. They're, they're both like eight at this point. They're sitting in the luggage rack with no pedals. So they're just dead weight. They're just sitting there dead weight. They're happy as can be because they're, they're souped up. I mean, Molly's got like a, her eyes are like glazed over because she's had so much sugar. The, the page is like ready to rock, dude. She can tell she's had two. She's had seven thousand times as much sugar as she needed. She's ready to go. The person who rented it to us took our picture. I'll tell you what, though, we um, we have music playing all of a sudden here from somewhere. Oh my gosh, oh, my phone's playing that song. Okay, let me uh, stop this here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> He just played a song called Ready to Rock. Because <laughs> you ready? Because Paige was ready to rock. <laughs> so anyway, okay, back to this. Here we go. So this, I look kind of scared, but I'm, I'm kind of happy. What happened was we rented this Surrey bike. And if you've ever rented one of these bikes, they're super heavy. They look fun. When you see other families doing this, you think they're having fun. They're not. These things are as heavy as a Volkswagen. And Paige just wanted to go as fast. She was like, faster, Mike, faster, faster. And so we're trying to go around the boardwalk. And of course you go to that hill over by the Swan and the Dolphin. This Ooh. thing is super hard, especially when you got dead weight. You got two girls that can't pedal. Pam isn't pedaling that much. I'm pedaling for four people. Oh, all I know is I almost got sick this night. Did someone, I just, did someone give you the, the courtesy push? They did. The they did. And that's why that's a good point. I always give families courtesy pushes when I see them on these Surrey bikes. Cause I've been there. But the thing was I had had a burger onion rings <laughs> In a kitchen sink. And I, I probably have most of the kitchen sink because these three didn't eat much of it. Yeah. And then I got on this thing. This was this went from one of the best nights of my life to one of the worst nights <laughs> of my life. So it was like a great picture. And when I look at this picture, I'm like, Mike, if you only knew how you're going to feel in 30 minutes after the shot, you were going to be done. You were going to just be hating life. But it, it's one of those things like, you know, great ideas. Like, you know, things at Walt Disney World sometimes appear more fun than they actually are going to be. But yeah, great memory though. We still it's talk safe about to say, it. It's safe to say when you got back to Pop Century, you did not get a tie dye cheesecake. I did not. Day. I don't think I got one for the next day either. I, I don't, I don't want to see food. I don't want to yeah. see sweets. It was, uh, and actually, it's funny because the shirt I have on, we were down there for a space shuttle launch because it says Discovery. Um, it's, it was this uh, STS. I can't tell if, uh, 10144. I can't tell, but it was a. Uh, we used to go down when there were space shuttle launches and we'd drive over to Kennedy and uh, watch the uh, space shuttle launches. So I got that shirt at the launch. So that, that kind of sets the, the time period too for this uh, this trip. Yeah, man, I love this. This is fun, shows. man, going down memory lane. It I love is. telling the story behind the photos. And the thing is, I think a lot of people just leave these photos sitting on their uh, on their phones and stuff and never go back. And, and I, I'm guilty of that too. And I think Google and Apple do a good job of 
you know, resurfacing like 10 years ago or 12 years ago that, and a lot of times I just kind of dismiss them because I'm busy, I'm working, I'm on the phone or whatever. But when you go back and really look at these pictures, like look at the details, you know, because I think what we, what you forced me to do by showing me, talking to me about this 24 hours ago was I, I went in and found some pictures. But then, like I said, like I looked at the background of the pictures, you know, like the camera that Pam has taken in using in the reflection or the, you know, that first pair of Crocs that she has. Those things were like unique. Nobody had Crocs the back pop then. century photo, remember, yeah. of like the, the trees yes. just look so different now. And yeah, yeah. it's so awesome. Yeah, because we stayed at Pop Century and like every tree in this picture that I'm showing is just super small. I mean, baby, baby, uh, baby trees. And now they're huge. So yeah, fun show. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Now we're going to put these on Instagram. So again, look at BR Guest Mike, look at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. He'll put his there. And uh, we'll try to get them all together at some somehow. But, uh, you know, we got a lot of pictures. So Scott can put his there initially. I'll put mine on mine and then we can maybe blend them together. But, you know, I, the goal of this show is always to kind of just entertain you and give you some great memories to get through your commute, to get through your run, walking the dog, doing the dishes, whatever. We hope we did that for you today. And uh, what I would love to hear is... You know, I would love to have you share a picture and tag us. So at Epscott, at BR Guest Mike, Instagram or Twitter, tag us and post a picture like this from one of your very first trips where you didn't know anything about Disney. You were a rookie. You had no clue what you were getting into. You were at you were... this thing called the Custom House. And <laughs> exactly. thought, like, oh, is this the hotel lobby? I... And put the story in the comment, right? Just for our entertainment and for everybody else, because it's so fun to hear these stories. Like, I love telling them, but I love hearing about them more than that so do that let's all kind of do that for the common good we'll have some fun you can do on facebook instagram you uh you know twitter wherever you want to do that so scott great idea thanks for coming on man what a great show awesome yeah i love this episode great way to start the week and uh can't wait to do it again maybe we'll do this again sometime Mike. we definitely will all right don't forget our show brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your disney trip hunting needs the agents are standing by right now over at the magic for less.com please also use our amazon affiliate link when you shop online that one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. You make it so we don't have to use that Canon snapshot picture uh, camera from back in the day. We actually can get an iPhone now to take the pictures. So thank you so much for that. And uh, if you'd like to get in on our, our Mike in the Midwest show every week, you get that too. So come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Again, follow Scott in the social media at Epscott. I'm at be our guest. Mike we'll be with you this Sunday night, uh, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock central Facebook and YouTube. will be taking your calls. So you can call in. Maybe you can share your favorite picture and tell the story behind that. And of course we will be taking off for Super Bowl Sunday because we're not going to compete against the Super Bowl. So we'll have a show this Sunday night, but then the next Sunday, everybody can watch the big game. So we're not going to go against that. All right. So we're going to jump out of here. We'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. So please come on back for more of the show. So for Scott, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Time to get back to work. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.